T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Olivia Rodrigo sits to chat with Bennett on Most Requested Live, Worldwide with Romeo. How are you? Good to see you again. You too. You too. I'm good. Yeah. It's nice to see you too. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Thanks for hopping back on Most Requested Live. Uh, freaking congratulations on Vampire. This song's massive. We love it. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's been an exciting week. Yeah, to say the least. Uh, why uh, what do you think Vampire was the song to really kick off the Guts era? You know, what, what, what about this song, this tone really kind of like sets the table? Yeah, um, I mean, I always loved the song. It was um, always one of my favorite songs on the record. We wrote it uh, last winter, and I remember writing it and feeling like it was really special. I kind of had that feeling in my gut, my gut. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, I think it's just a perfect introduction to the album. I think it's it's um, you know not entirely super different from Sour, but I think it still represents kind of a, a gradual transition into something new and different. So yeah. I'm glad you like it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. We love playing it. And um, I love talking about how an album is made. Like, I love hearing the process. So let's talk about Guts. Uh, like, for instance, how many songs do you think you wrote for this album? Is there a number on that? Man, um, I mean, I'm definitely like a strength in numbers songwriter. I feel like I write so much and then just a fraction of them are any good. Um, I probably wrote like myself like a probably like 100 or 150 songs for it oh just because I love I love writing and I you know most of them are just terrible but um I feel like we recorded probably like 20 and then narrowed them down to 12. That's amazing so are you writing like on your phone like you have an idea at the airport let's say and like you're just writing things in your notes? Yeah I mean ideas strike at the strangest times um I definitely like will utilize my notes app a bunch my my little voice notes get used and abused. I have so many, like my phone can hardly keep up, but uh, yeah, stuff like that. And I, I love, I, I've, I've been kind of trying to practice just getting up every morning and, and sitting at the piano and trying to write, even if I don't particularly feel very inspired. I find that that's usually the way that lots of the best songs can come. Yeah, I love the, the stripped down version of Vampire 2 on the piano. Um, I was kind of curious, like when you're in this writing and recording process, who are the people, I guess, in your inner circle, like friends or family that you're like, okay, I have the song. I love the idea. What do you think? Like, who's, who's going to give you like the honest feedback? Right. I mean, my producer, Dan, is incredible at that. Whenever I write a song just on my own, I always play it for him and get his take. And I, I really trust his opinion. Um, but, you know, I have friends in the music industry and friends that aren't in the music industry. And sometimes I really love playing songs for friends who aren't in the music industry just to get their like completely honest, um, you know, take on it and uh uh me and my friends love driving around in the car that's like our favorite thing to do whenever like we're all in town we'll like hop in the car and go get a hamburger from in and out and i'll like play them some songs and get their feedback that's like my favorite thing in the world and how um lots of my uh, opinions get formed i guess that's amazing so you're uh yeah you're in and out double double animal style <laughs> unreleased olivia songs this is amazing 
<laughs> yeah, gotta have the double double. <laughs> yeah, where do I get the invite? That sounds awesome. <laughs> Um, so as you're writing and, and recording, I'm sure you are reflecting madness that has been the last few years of your life since driver's license, and of course, just sour in general. Uh, I guess, what did you learn about yourself or maybe the industry in general? Like anything surprising or maybe different than maybe you thought it would be? Yeah, I mean, com completely. I learned so much. Um, I think, yeah, driver's license was a very quick introduction into the music industry, kind of like a baptism by fire. It was just like everything was just all at once was just so huge and it felt kind of overwhelming at the time. But I feel like looking back, it definitely taught me how to remain grounded in the face of all of that and kind of just keep my head down and focus on the work. And so I guess that's what I've tried to do this time around. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm very lucky for how everything worked out. I, uh, I am very fortunate, yeah. Is there added pressure coming off of Sour, like the album is just so massive, breaking records, awards, um, you know, is there added pressure? Like, how do you measure success? Like, does it need to hit all of these markers or do, do your fans just have to like gravitate towards the music like they did with Sour? Is that all that really matters? Right. I mean, yeah, it was so much pressure. I remember beginning to make this next album, Guts, and like sitting down on my piano and just being so overwhelmed, like just playing anything and thinking, oh, how are people gonna, how are people gonna like this? And like, what are people on TikTok gonna say about this? And like, you know, like getting in that mindset, which is just the worst thing you can possibly do. Um, but uh, yeah, I think my goal the entire time was just to try to make a record that I would like, that I would love to hear on the radio. Um, but it's actually way easier said than done. I think that in itself is the hardest thing just to make a record that you would love. It's, it's very difficult. So. I think I did that. And as long as I, you know, made songs that resonate with me and that I feel really proud of, I think that's all anyone could ask for. And everything else is just kind of cherry on top. Now, how do you, like you said, you, you recorded 20 of the 100 and 150 songs, whatever you wrote, you narrowed it down to 12. How is that process like, you know, it's, these are your children, so to speak, you know, <laughs> they all mean something to you. How does that, how does it all work? Is it get frustrating or what was the process? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it really helps my, my having my producer. I'll like write stuff on the guitar, the piano, and I'll always play it for him. And he kind of helps narrow it down. Because, you know, when something's so close to you, sometimes it's hard to see something objectively. Like I could write the worst song ever about something that just means a lot to me and, you know, be blinded by my own, um, you know, association with it. So uh, it's always good to have someone that you trust that you can bounce ideas off of. I feel like that always helps me. Nice. That's awesome. And um, I'm just so curious. We love asking songwriters this question. So this is perfect for you. The song you wish you wrote. So say like you're, you're in this process, you're getting ideas, you're writing and you're like, oh, I, I just heard a song on the radio and I wish I thought of that first. That's so good. Is there a song it's like that so recently funny. that kind of hits you? I ask literally everyone that I know that's a songwriter this question. So this is perfect. I think about it often. Um, my two answers are I really wish that I wrote You Ought to Know by Alanis Morissette. I think that's one of the best songs ever written. And more on like a pop space, I really wish that I wrote um, Hey Mickey. I love that song so much. I think it's so brilliant and clever. Um, so yeah, those are my two answers. <laughs> yeah, you're like, damn, I wish I thought of that first. Yeah, wish, yeah, whenever I listen to it, I'm like, God, it's time so machine. <laughs> yeah, for real. I wanna like get into their brain. <laughs> Well, I'm sure there's a lot of young songwriters that are like, man, I wish I thought of driver's license or vampires. So <laughs> it works both ways. <laughs> uh, that would be it's, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's universal. Well, 
Uh, congratulations on, on Vampire. We're going to continue to play the hell out of this as we uh, get ready for Guts in September. And uh, we just can't thank you enough for hopping on and, and catching up a little bit. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. It's so great to see you and great to talk to you. Absolutely. We'll talk soon, Olivia. Bye. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.